So last week may have been a, a little bit of a cliffhanger for you, and I apologize for doing that. Uh, we were talking about this really wild time when I was early on in radio. 2011 was the year, and from an idea from Simon Cowell, we were going to watch a random couple, listeners, uh, tape of their uh, act- sexual activities and then critique it. And I know that when we left off last week, the question is, did we actually do it? Well, our boss got involved and what she had to say about it. I mean, can you imagine having this conversation with your boss? I'm going to play it for you today with a moment in Kramer history. Welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yo, what up? Welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Today's the 19th of April. This is a daily podcast that we do every single day. It's me and my mom, and it's you. We have three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. There's one topic that I feel like I've never got really good advice. As many times I've been through it, I feel like I have some type of words of wisdom for you because somehow I've become the uh, the go-to guy when it comes to divorce. Uh, I've been oh, the, no. the go-to guy when it comes to um, mental health. And those are fine. Like I feel like I, I always feel like I've got some uh, – divorce is a little bit harder because everybody's is, is different. And honestly, right. my uh, – my best my best advice for getting divorced honestly is like you just got to go through it you know and mm-hmm. I, I always feel like so insensitive now on this side of divorce because and I, and I try to really put myself I had a woman reach out to me the other day who is in the early phases of it and I, it's it's to me become so textbook now that I forget like how hard it is to go through it you know it's like oh yeah you know just, oh, just, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta you separate and mm-hmm. figure out figure out what's what and you know you that that's it move you just you move out you move out and then you just you know just just very like and I, I feel like i've kind of become a little insensitive to uh to divorce because i'm just so used to it now um but there's one there's one topic that i feel like i never have good advice on and that is when you lose your job and i feel i wish i wish i had some some words of wisdom there's a lot of people around me and around the show uh, we i put a question on the certified fans page every now and then i'll pop in there and say how are you doing and mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting to see because I think it gives the certified fans page is, is a private group. And so I feel like people have a uh, feel more comfortable opening up, which I hope that's how you feel because nobody else obviously can see it except for, you know, your podcast fam. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of interesting. This was way more positive, I would say, than the last time. The last time I was a little more bleak, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. a lot more positive news this time around than we did last time. But one mm-hmm. of our certified fans has lost her job, and I know she's really struggling mm-hmm. with it. And somebody in our family has lost their job recently. And mm-hmm. uh, just, I feel like it, it was, I had a couple people in tech that I knew that lost their job within the last couple of months. And they always come to me and they say, like, well, you know, what what advice do you have as the guy that's friggin' change jobs 150 times it feels like mm-hmm. i i wish i really wish i had some better advice because you know i've been through let me think savannah to panama city i chose that change panama mm-hmm. city to tampa i chose that change tampa they changed the radio station so i got i got let go there that was that was really stressful because i had just moved to tampa mm-hmm. uh, if, you don't, if you don't know this story i'll sum it up for you really quick. I had moved to, uh, basically I'd become a really big deal in Panama city, Florida, and we were being scouted all over the country. I think we were looking at Vegas, Philly, um, Charlotte and Tampa were like the big, the big cities that we were considering going to. And we really, we enjoyed being in Florida. My ex-wife's 
mom lived in Tampa. And so it kind of seemed like the logical move to do. And so we moved to Tampa. They're like, yeah, the station's not doing well. The station was in like 17th place, which this should be a recurring theme for you guys where, <laughs> you know, I come into these stations and I mean, no, that's, that's not necessarily true. 933 was doing fine, but in San Diego, but most of the time it's, there's, the, sh- the station needs reviving and we come in and we kind of bring it back around. Well, this station literally within th- this is a true story. So imagine this, you move your life to a whole new city, right? And the guy that brings you in four days into the new job gets fired for, and it was an embezzlement. He was, he was doing something shady as hell. That was a general manager. I don't remember what, what the deal was. But it was literally, it wasn't only that. What was that first? So it was no, no, no. No, that was, that was four days after we actually started the show. The second we signed our contract, this is no lie. We were on the plane on the way down to Tampa and the uh, competition had just switched their, one of their stations to top 40, which was directly competing with us. And they put it literally a million dollars into marketing and our mm-hmm. station put zero into marketing. And so mm-hmm. we, we were like, shit, like we, we already knew that was going to be tough. And then we had the, the guy that like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're going to fight for this station no matter what gets let go four days into the job. <laughs> uh, the writing was on the wall pretty quick because that was raw. We weren't coming out of 17th place very fast. And mm. all of a sudden, boom, like that was it. And I remember that feeling. I mean, it, it is it is such a feeling of loss and scare. I mean, 933 was kind of the same way. So Tampa, I got let go. I went to Phoenix, Phoenix. I chose to leave and then, uh, 933, I got let go. So I God, man, I, it is, I always feel like I wish I had better advice for when it comes to this, because usually though, when my job is terminated or by choice or by not choice, I <laughs> typically know that my life is about to have to move. And that's always mm-hmm. like super stressful because I never know like where in the country, especially this last time was super scary. So I'm going to try mm-hmm. like, I'm going to try to go back to that moment because when I was in San Diego, I love being there. You know, I love being in that city and it was also in the middle of the pandemic. So it was a, it was a really tricky situation. Mm-hmm. If I could go back though, I'm trying to think if I could go back and if I could give any advice, because I think that we're going to enter into, you know, they keep saying these mini recessions and everything else. I think that that we're going to see more job cuts. Uh, I, I, uh, I, could, I think so. Yeah. You think so too? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that if I could give any advice, it would be you got to literally just take it a day at a time. Mm. Because it, it really does become so scary. I mean, as somebody with anxiety, I remember mm-hmm. just being like, well, shit, I'm sitting here. I've got, you know, a ridiculous mortgage payment that I'm going to have mm-hmm. to somehow figure out. I had six months of severance. Uh, mm-hmm. I knew it was coming to me. But after that, it was like kind of like a ticking time bomb. Like, okay, you've got to figure this out, right? So that was January of 2020. Pandemic kicked in. Then I was like, well, shit, now what are we going to do, right? Like, this is not, mm-hmm. this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Like, this is not a good situation at all. So, um, I, th- I think if I could go back, I think I would have not only said I need to take it a day at a time, but to also harness that time a little bit better. And I, I think I tell myself this every time I never do a great job at it. And then every time I'm, I'm done with it, I'm like, I wish I would have done a better job. At it. I wish I would have like harnessed that time a little bit better. Obviously we created certified mama's boy during that time, which was good. I'm glad that I started a project and had something mm-hmm. to go do every day. Cause I feel like that's, 
like I remember that feeling that first morning you wake up with no job. And if you've been through this before, mm. you know what I'm talking about. Um, it's like, it's it like, cause your body wakes up and you're like, okay, let me go to work. No way. We're not going to work today. You know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I wish that I could not freak out in those times. I wish mm-hmm. that I, if I had any advice for you, it would try to also be like, you know what? Like you're out of work and you're going to be out of work no matter what. You need to be looking for work, but you can only look for work so many hours out of the day, right? Like right. you can't sit there and spend eight, 10 hours a day searching, mm-hmm. assessing. I would almost recommend not doing that. Almost make it like your job to, you know, find a job and make it like a part-time mm-hmm. job. And then the mm-hmm. other time, this is the only time in your whole entire, you know, career, most likely, uh, I don't know, you know, the, the, our certified fan, I won't say her name, that lost her job. It sounds like you've been working, you know, pretty consistently for a long time. And, mm-hmm. and we don't get a lot of chances to just not work, you know, have like free time, have free time and mm-hmm. try, try to at least find the positive in that situation mm-hmm. because again, and this is what I do every time. It's like, I'm, I'm like obsessed. I obsess. I obsess. I obsess. Oh my God, I gotta find work. What am I going to do? And then the second I find a job, I'm like, damn, you know, I wish I would have done. <laughs> I would, <laughs> if I only could do this again, mm-hmm. I would totally just not freak out and like, just try to like, just harness that time and try mm-hmm. to use it to your benefit as well. And I'm glad I created sort of my mama's boy in that time. You know, the first time I was out of work, God, I don't remember what I did. I don't, I mean, I, I went and I got another job, uh, but for six months before that, cause I was still on contract. I don't remember mm-hmm. what I did. I didn't travel. I didn't really, I think mm-hmm. I was too scared to do anything. I think I just kind of sat around the house, play video games, which I really mm-hmm. wish I would have done something a little bit different than that. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's mom. Do you have any advice? I don't know if you've, you've never actually lost a job before. Have you? No, I haven't, but um, I know a lot of people that have, and I think you're absolutely right about, you know, first of all, you, you know, you reach out to your network. I mean, Maggie says that, you know, she's a recruiter and she said a lot of people are putting on their LinkedIn profiles, you know, affected by the layoff. Yeah. So that, you know, that makes them a little more enticing to some employers. Yeah. Um, But also what you said about just spending X number of hours a day, you know, that's what Ann is doing. He's the one in our family that's unemployed. I don't know we're going to say his name or not. That's all right. He's not, you know, he's fine with it. But It's my brother's um, husband, by the way. Right. He works from 930 to 1230, five days a week on finding a job. Yeah. And that that's it, you yeah. know. He's got some real good boundaries around it. And then, you know, he goes and exercises and, you know, does whatever he does. But, um, yeah, work your network and, you know, don't be ashamed because there are so many people out of work now. So yeah, it's people. tough. It's weird, man. And so, it's like, I feel like as a person that's been out of work multiple times that I mm-hmm. should try to, you know, at least say something about it because I have been there before. And some of y'all have right. never been there before, which like, God bless you. That must be amazing. Not have to have to like ever have done this in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does again, it all settles down again. It will, and you won't even, I don't really think about the time out of work, honestly. And it actually will lead us into our next segment because that whole, that whole time, which is absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I decided to hijack my mom, my mom's segment mom tent this week. Cause I saw something that I feel like we just need to like reminisce for a second because I don't think we even remember how crazy it was during the pandemic. This, when I saw this on Reddit and in case you've never been here for a mom tent before mom tents, my typically my mom comes on every Wednesday and she will uh, re she'll uh, bring to the show her favorite 
thing that she saw on the internet this week. And so I saw this and I'm like, wait a minute, I feel like we, we need to like talk about this because even like, you know, we're, we're now what about three years, mm-hmm. a little over three years removed from the pandemic. And I think right. that life has gotten back enough normal, I would say. Um, yes. Like, let me think. I, things that I've noticed recently, I saw that first thing I saw that one of the hospitals here basically is saying that they're, uh, their nurses pretty soon are going to go back to not wearing masks constantly. So that's a, that's mm-hmm. a good sign. When we I was noticed that today, um, at chemo, like in the, in the cancer clinic, they, they ask you to wear a mask, but other places in that building, mm-mm, nobody had on a mask. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's definitely loosened up. I, um, I would say in the, in the airport this time around going to Nashville mm-hmm. and back, I would say, Typically, I'd say over the last year, about 30% of people were wearing masks. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, and I mean this, I'm going to wear a mask on a plane to the day I die for a couple of different <laughs> reasons. Okay. Yeah. A couple of different, number one, I, I just don't want to get sick. That's, that's like, that's like 30% mm-hmm. of the reason. But honestly, nobody talks to you. If you're wearing a mask, <laughs> oh, it was honestly an introvert's dream. Again, there were, there were perks. There were certain perks during the pandemic. Right. I, I would uh-huh. say, and I would say one of those, if you're introverted is like, it was so hard to talk to strangers. So uh-huh. I, well, yeah, I'm wearing that mask. That's it. That's it. Well, and you also said that you don't get sick now. No, not Since like you I used to. A mask. You still, you used to get feel I used like you always, had a cold or always a virus get sick. I felt, like, I felt like honestly, and this is one thing I noticed was that I would always come back from any trip and I have a cold. Almost uh-huh. like eighty percent. I would have to like almost plan it into my schedule because I'm like I'm probably going to be sick the week that I get back. Uh-huh. Um, but ever since I wore a mask on a plane, I, I don't think I've. I don't, with the exception of getting. E. coli and Tulum. I don't remember coming back and feeling sick after a trip. So, yeah, I, right. I'm, I'm wearing a mask forever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to wear. I'm going to wear it in some just some public situations too. I just don't feel like talking. I'm just going to throw it on again because I miss that. I do miss that. So, uh, what this was as I saw this on Reddit. I sent this to my mom. the The topic was um, what was the weirdest part of the pandemic, and this is on Reddit. Mm-hmm. So people then I could obviously add their own two cents in here. As I'm reading through this, this almost seems surreal mm-hmm. like these things almost seem like did this even happen it did it definitely did but it almost seems like was that even real like, like was it a fever dream or was it real so so crazy i, I don't want to i don't want to trigger anybody but i found this really interesting in the same sentiment of man like i guess things do get better you know Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I remember these early, especially these early shows of certified mama's boy, it was really tough because we had no roadmap of how we we're getting out of this. Right. There was no vaccines no. or no plans. Oh, no, everybody was just kind of, you know, shooting darts at the wall and mm-hmm. seeing what stuck. And mm-hmm. so I remember we were like, how the fuck is this ever going to change? So mm-hmm. let's go back and reminisce with this, uh, with this Reddit thread of, uh, of the weirdest parts of the pandemic mom. Okay. Um, one person said, I live a block away from a very busy highway. While I never really noticed the sound of the highway when it was gone, <laughs> the silence was amazing. Remember that? The roads <laughs> yeah, were dead. It was weird. That first day, especially, oh, I remember gosh. y'all telling me, uh, I was actually talking to a guy. I got a new endorsement with a car dealership here and I went to, uh, I, should, I should give him a plug on the podcast, Wilkins. Wilkins mm. Subaru. If you're looking for a car, what's what's their tag? <laughs> Everybody wins at Wilkins. So 
I was over there on Tuesday and I, uh, we were just, I don't remember how it came up. Uh, I think we we're talking about how I moved here in the pandemic. How it was kind of weird. I remember the guy told me, he's like, I, I drive about two hours to work every day, which is crazy. He was at that first day that they got shut down. There was not a soul on the road. And it was such mm-hmm. a bizarre feeling mm-hmm. because, it's you know, like it, the end of the world. Yeah. It felt, it I mean, it felt like the bizarre. apocalypse. Yeah. I remember that feeling. Oh my God. It was so yes. weird. I remember even if you just left the house, how few yes. people were outside. Felt yes. so crazy. So crazy. Okay. What else? Yes. Um, I remember some of the restaurants near me started selling groceries during lockdown. It was so weird walking past a high-end restaurant known for its oysters, only to see stacks of toilet paper, six packs of beer, non-perishable foods, et cetera, in its windows. Yeah, boy, restaurants were, tr- were really hurting. They were trying to do anything they could to stay alive. So many of them closed. It was so bad. Remember? I, I don't remember any, any restaurants selling items per se, but I do mm-hmm. remember what a push we put on trying to support restaurants. I know that was mm-hmm. a really, really scary time to, to have a restaurant. Yes. Um, so and everybody had to do takeout. Remember? Right. That was it. And then it yeah, was like, I mean, the mm-hmm. Uber, Uber, everyone was like, then it was like, don't Uber. You have to like only, mm-hmm. you know, go and support restaurants. It was crazy. Servers were getting laid off left and right. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. What else? Yes. Um, this person said how fast time went for me. I feel like I've lived in a time bubble. Went in early 2020 and came out late 2022. Doesn't it seem it, like that though? It does. It's hard to believe really that that was two plus years. Yeah. Like two I, years. It, it's, if any of us had known that in the beginning, I think, oh my God, I can't imagine what spirals oh, no. our mental health would have taken. I mean, because it's worse than they we did. we kept saying on the podcast, okay, now this is going to be over. Do not get yeah. disheartened. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is going to end soon. It was going to be two weeks. Remember, it's like, okay, everyone's going to go home for two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. And we're going to bring these numbers down to the hospitals and everybody's back to work. Yeah. And then it just never, it just never, no. ever did. Ever, you know? No. All right. You what know, else? Speaking of cars, there's still supply chain problems. I well, mean, that's what I was, I was talking to my mom about know? today, too. It was so weird because I, you know, uh, a big, and this is just kind of inside radio for a second, like a big portion of um, uh, radio ad sales is automotive. Well, when, when there's no cars to sell, mm-hmm. there's no, they're not going to advertise on the radio, right? It doesn't make right. any sense. And that was, mm-hmm. I don't know what Porsche, but it's, it's a huge chunk. Like think mm-hmm. about how many just driving around and not, not recently, but before how many times you heard a car, you know, a car ad on the radio. It's very, mm-hmm. it's a big part of the business. And so it's really mm-hmm. been suffering. So even just to be able to, I was over at Wilkins where everybody wins at Wilkins, uh, Subaru. <laughs> and I was asking the question of like, where, like, where is your inventory back to? And they told mm-hmm. me basically they may have before the pandemic about a hundred cars on the lot. And mm-hmm. now they have about 20. So yeah. <laughs> it's still, it's crazy. It ain't what it used it's to be, crazy. you know? It ain't what it used you know, to be. When I bought my car at the end of 2022, it was literally still on the truck. Yeah. You I know. know. He said, well, I have some coming in. I have one, uh, two coming in tomorrow. Yeah. And this is what it looks like. And I said, okay, I'll take the white one. You know, I mean, it's, it was, it's still crazy. Right. Um, what about Zoom parties? Remember that? 
Oh, yeah. the birthday parties. <laughs> Any kind of party. Those, remember oh the drive-by parties? Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> drive-by. Oh, my word. Yeah. You'd be Zoom out in your party. yard. And, you had um, not only oh, Zoom party, but God. you had um, the, mm. remember Clubhouse games? Remember how uh -oh. we all played games was on Clubhouse? It? Was it Clubhouse? Is that what it's called? No, it wasn't Clubhouse. It was, uh, Clubhouse was the audio platform. Uh, what was that? There was a one gaming app where everybody could get on and play games together, but I forget what that was called now. I don't know. It's like Clubhouse. I I don't know. All right, what else? Give me give me like one more and then we're going to wrap this up. Oh, this is a big one. Toilet paper hoarding. Oh, yeah. Remember that was that? so we bizarre. We were all so terrified that we weren't going to have toilet paper. Everybody was, you know, going and you know, getting it off the shelves as fast as I could and nobody had any. And yeah. I still got toilet paper that I bought off Amazon that I swear it's, it's like sandpaper, you know, <laughs> upstairs that I bought just because I could get it. Right. That you was know? where I was really like, holy shit, like this is a problem. <laughs> That's like, Literally. I remember y'all told me that, you know, I, I, I told this story a long time on the podcast. Uh, I remember that feeling of going to Trader Joe's and feeling like I had to buy stuff mm -hmm. and I bought like, like cans of beans and like, mm -hmm. I never ate them and never uh -huh. ate them. Like I just, I don't uh -huh. even like beans, but I was like, I better get these cause uh -huh. it was y'all the pandemic was so weird it was so bizarre it was so strange remember and, the six foot distancing thing like there'd be spots oh that yeah you could stand and you yeah, couldn't get not close here to not there i mean and, it's oh God. lord it's and it's just crazy thing. it wasn't that long ago that we were doing this you know and the mask mm -hmm. mandate here in maryland just got raised uh man i don't even remember not even that long ago i mean it was long ago but like not that long you know mm -hmm. it's crazy mm -hmm. how i was just thinking today as we're standing in this car dealership and nobody's got mask on and everybody's mm -hmm. just kind of it's just feeling much more normal so when i read that i was like holy shit y'all remember this this was crazy yes it was an insane time that i hope none of us ever <sighs> witness again you're not kidding Oh gosh! I was thinking about House Party. By the way, House Party was the app that you would use and play games oh, with one another. Yeah, house Party, that's right. Uh huh. Okay, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from James Clear. Fill compliments as deeply as you feel insults. You know it's true. You've talked about it. You know, you get criticized for one thing, and you'll think about it for days and days and weeks and. <laughs> You always say, oh, my God, that's just so bad. What can I do to, to remedy that situation or change their minds about me or whatever? But if someone says, wow, man, you are doing a fabulous job. We are so lucky to have you. You're like, oh, thank you. And then you move on. Yeah. You know? It's like, why don't we put the it's same like, currency on that? I've always said uh -huh. that, like, in as yeah. a sensitive person. You know, I, my my life is constantly out there. You know, yes. Like it's just con like I'm I'm up for constant scrutiny, and yes. I could I could post something, and or I, I could, let's just let's just say in the course of a day if I get a hundred DMs, which by the way I don't get hundred DMs, but let's just say I did. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, ninety nine <laughs> of those could be like, oh my God, you're the best. I love you. You're the greatest. Mm. You're the greatest show ever. <laughs> I listen to it every day. It changed my life. I I could get ninety nine of those, and I mm -hmm. could get one. Like you suck. And like, <laughs> for some reason, like that was going to be the one that's going to like turn like, my oh life my, upside down. You know? Oh my God, I suck. What like can that? I do? I'm like, oh my God, why is it? That? Everyone hates me. Why is that? <laughs> don't understand what I can do. But I, I wonder why that is. 
Like, I wonder why, like, like, like physiologically, scientifically, if you will, I'm going to Google that. Why do we care about insults more than compliments? Let's just see if there's any kind of science behind this because I, I don't don't know, you know, Um, it says, this is from sciencealert.com. Uh, spoken insults stir up more brain activity than compliments and linger for longer too. Mm. Uh, research shows blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm trying to see, um, what the actual reason is. Um, in passing, we may gain more insight into everyday experiences of why some things continue to move us and why others don't, blah, blah, blah. They were did a study on it. Researchers found that insults uttered by a fictitious person triggered short bursts of brain activity in the front part of the listener's brain, regardless of who the insult was directed at themselves or anybody else. Um, mm. This suggests that whether uh, that whatever aspects of insult is reasonable for the capturing area's attention, whether it be emotional meaning of the word or the memory of the past experience, something which studies cannot untangle does so in a highly robust way. So basically, they don't know why, but <laughs> right. That's well, I why. think it's because most of us are really we're pleasers. We yeah. want to please. And we want to do well, and we want people to think highly of us. Right. And when we think someone doesn't, it's disappointing and it's upsetting. Right. I mean, I know that's true for me. I think, and I think that's for most people. Right. Well, so, I don't know. I don't right. know why. Apparently, well, we need, need, need to do researchers. We do need to receive compliments. You know, it's. I mean, it's just so nice to take something in. Yeah, it's you know? true. It's true. Mom, you're a very good mom. Hope you know that. Thank you, honey. You're a very good son. Well, thank you. See? (laughs) And then one of y'all say you hated today's episode, and I swear to God, I'll be like, what? (laughs) You'll be agonizing over it for weeks. Do you know how many hours I put in this show? (laughs) (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by AG1. We're a big fan of AG1 in this family. We are. AG1 is a powder that you take every single day that's just filled with basically all the good stuff, all the good stuff for your body. And I've said this before, like even as somebody that considers themselves a healthy eater, I still eat like shit. I mean, truly, <laughs> you know, I'm not sitting over here. And I think, I feel like unless you do like a raw, even if you feel like you do like a raw diet, you're still going to be missing so many different nutrients for your body. Right. Mm-hmm. As we oh, get yeah. older, I was telling my mom today, like recovery is a big thing for me now. It's a big mm-hmm. thing. Like that's one thing as I'm getting closer to forties, I'm noticing way more than I used to is like how long it takes to recover. But I do feel like when I take AG one though, my body does recover so much better than it did before. Um, it's, it's like, remember when you remember you're 20 and you could just, and by the way, if you are 20, just bear with me here. Cause you're like, shut up. That'll never be <laughs> me, man. It'll be here before you know it, bro. It's weird. Um, uh-huh. you, you, you know, you could just you could just go you could go run and then you could go get drunk and then you could you know do stay heroin, out stay out all night, and like wake up the next day and just do it all over again. Uh-huh. Now it's like I'm trying. I'm literally just trying to run outside twice a week, and like my body's like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, what in the world?" <laughs> so with AG One, you get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day out right. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. 
to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Man, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with with certified fans. I'm, first off, very thankful oh. for every single person that has become a certified fan over the course of the last three years. It's incredible. We're actually getting up uh, June 3rd will be our three-year certified fan anniversary where we started this program where we're saying, hey, listen, we're, we're, it, we're in this for the long haul now, it, it appears, right? And it is, it is expensive to run this podcast, believe it or not. And if you could help contribute, that'd be amazing. So we started this thing where we said, hey, who can contribute six bucks a month to the show? If you do that, we'll give you perks back, and that's how Certified Fans was born, to make sure that we can kind of keep the production quantity as high as it is. Well, we we started getting a little cocky at the beginning of this year where I was like, okay, you know, we've hit our, we've hit our three – Three person a month goal. That's awesome. Let's let's do four. Let's do four. If we get four, we, we'll be able to get five hundred people by the end of the, uh, the end of the year. And so, <laughs> I did that. And then I swear to God, like like literally, it fell off the face of the earth. Not one person's become a certified fan this month. And that is like, <laughs> I don't think we've never had at this point had zero maybe, but I don't mm. I don't remember there being zero um, in other months. So if you want to help contribute, this, this would be the month, like this would be the month to hop in. We did set our goal of four people this month to become certified fans. It is a $6 a month contribution to the show. I hope it doesn't mean a lot to you, but my, I guess my theory here is like we crowdsource it out, right? So it's not, it doesn't cost me a lot of money to produce this. It doesn't cost you a lot of money to produce this. We just kind of all chip in and I'm actually a certified fan twice, just so you know. So I'm also a, I'm not only the, what is it? client i'm a i'm the president i'm the client what was the hair club for men line remember that it was like i'm not only the president i'm also a client you don't remember that at all that commercial maybe it's just me sort okay of. <laughs> so Move along. Uh, i'm a paid i'm a paid certified fan too so if you want to if you want to help us out it'd be awesome just text the word fans f-a-n-s to 888-Kramer8. Fans to 888-Kramer8. And we will we'll show you all the perks. And when we don't have anybody new, what we do is we spin our wheel of certified fans and we will uh, thank somebody. You know, we got people all over the country that are certified fans. And so today we spin our wheel and we thank and dedicate the show to certified fan number. It's just nice to have the sound back. Uh, certified oh, fan today is... is 434 somebody recent um our certified fan of the day is not filling out the second part of their form i do believe it is oh it's stacy it's stacy okay. stacy is uh stacy this is the right stacy which i'm pretty sure this is the right stacy uh stacy is in nashville tennessee and stacy please go oh. fill out the second part of your form so i can make sure this is you uh stacy has I, I'm pretty sure you came back to us, Stacy. I think that's that's why there's a duplicate here. Uh, but Stacy is so I'm nice. An active fan on the fan page. Yeah, yeah, Stacey. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like Stacy is yeah. like such an awesome, awesome, awesome human being. Let, yeah. me, let me actually see if I can look up her other record and see if she is. What's her last initial? Uh, M. Stacy M. Yeah, uh, Stacy is. From Laver- oh my god, how do you say this word? I'm gonna screw this up. Uh, Laverge, Texas. Oh, I guess V E R G N E. It's Texas, not Tennessee. I'm sorry, Tennessee. Okay. Um, love, love, ah, I don't know, Laverne. 
Yes, I don't Virgin, know. La Virgin text. I'm, I'm in Tennessee. I'm totally screwing that up. Anyway, Stacy's been a huge supporter. I, I'm pretty sure you came over from the Upside Podcast. Thank you so much. Just not only for your contribution to the show, but just for being an awesome person and always contributing to the fan page and always talking mm-hmm. about your life with me and you know keeping up with me and on social media. And just thank you for that. Really, really appreciate it. Stacy M is our certified fan of the day from Tennessee. Mom, let's give her a whoop whoop. Whoop whoop to Stacy M from Tennessee. Yes. So grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And mm-hmm. if you want to help us this month, we could really use it. This would be the month to help. Uh, text the word fans, F A N S to 888 Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer. Yep, it's a moment in Kramer history. This is where we look back on my radio career, and we kind of laugh at how ridiculous radio used to be. Like, I could never, I would say, I don't know, at least 30% of the stuff we used to do back in the day. There's no way I could ever, ever, ever do this ever again. But it's somewhat entertaining to go back and listen to now. I just, radio will never be like this ever again. It won't. There's just never an opportunity for it to go back. So sometimes we have to look back at, at yesteryear and, uh, <laughs> And say, wow, that really was a different time. So today we're going to continue on with this sex tape saga. In case you weren't here, and actually we set it up in the uh, the reset up of this segment. This is 2011, April. It was this week, actually, back in 2011, that we brought this idea to the table. And then our boss gets involved. And what she had to say, listen. Um, Melissa is here. Melissa is our our big boss. Melissa holds our contract and our, our you lives. You look lovely, by the way. Thank you um, do you know what's going on? No, I have no idea. Oh, Mandy, so I, I told you. At least give her a heads up she, on what's... I, she kind of did. She did. Okay. But I was in a meeting, actually, so... Oh. Yes. This works out well. We just find the best times for you, don't we? Okay, so here's the idea that we had. I'm and Because you know me. We, we, we take ideas and we and we run with them, right? Mm-hmm. Our idea yesterday was... Um, we heard this clip of Simon Cowell. Can you give her headphones so she can actually yeah, hear, hear what's going on here? Um, Simon Cowell was talking on... Holly... Help me out here. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just. Are you awake? Yes, I am. I she was, was staring at. I know. I, know. I was watching her put headphones in. Oh. Um, Simon Cowell was basically on Pierce Morgan and he asked him, what is one of the weirdest things that people have asked of you? Because obviously. To Simon, judge. Simon yeah. Cowell's known for judging. So he said one guy came up with a weird request. Uh, yes, he offered me, I think it was 150 grand to criticize him bonking his wife. <laughs> <laughs> now, the crazy part of the story is I said no. Why wouldn't you do that? I think the fact that he really was taking it quite seriously, and I knew I would laugh. Mm. Uh, I just don't know. This is too too crazy. But I genuinely regret it now. So we hear this clip and we say, God, how awkward is that? Can you imagine having to critique someone's sexual ability, mm-hmm. you know, to their face? So we, I, I get this random idea, not thinking somebody's going to call. And I said, listen, is there anyone willing to show us their sex tape and let us tell you either thumbs up or thumbs down. Do we think that you are sexy or you are not? Now, make sure that you understand that we're not talking about specifics. It literally is a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's all over the place right now. Yeah. A lot of people love the idea. A lot of people hate the idea. Three out of four show members are into this idea. Believe it or not, Mandy, Mandy said yes to this. She looks stressed out. I, yeah. I, a little bit. We're, you're, so you're going to watch a sex tape? Yes. And you're going to judge we're, gonna, we're either going to say, yes, you look good. You got that. That's a good looking sex tape or right. no, it is a bad looking sex tape. So what 
qualifications do you have? Well, it's just, do you think? Yeah, like, well, I is mean, it something that you would watch at home? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. See I mean, it, it's basically coming from like our, I mean, just like any other things okay. people come to us for advice with. It's just our opinions. smiling and, goofy, Miguel. So my next question the boss is, is looking at me. Yeah, because we, like I said, if anyone's good... We need to make sure that everybody's in on this. There's That's no what I'm saying. Like someone need to this. put the brakes really quick and just get it. okay. Yeah. Who's for it? Mandy's for it. Mandy's for it. Miguel's for it. I'm for it. Holly mm-hmm. is a. I'm stressed out. I am too. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. Why are you stressed? I want to hear your concerns. Well, it, you, obviously you're going to do this off the air. Yeah. Uh, yes. We just will tell them so, yeah, on like, the air. There will oh. be either yes or no. Yes. We either thought it was good. Uh, they look good together, or no, they don't. And these are just regular people. These are yeah, listeners. Yeah. Listeners. Yeah. Who volunteered, Who volunteered to, do to, do it. to do it. Yeah. How old are they? I don't know. Mm. Probably 15. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just oh. I'm totally oh, kidding. No. Um, here's the thing. So wh- why don't you want here's what to watch I'm, it? Here's what concerns me. Okay. I get, and, and like all these people are calling in, they're like, oh, is it prude? <laughs> Fine. Whatever. But the thing is, I'm not being prude here. Like I got it. It's, it's titillating and it's interesting and whatever but it's do people really want to is this something people are interested in hearing right. and is it yes. is it more offensive than it is doing a service right right you know what i mean like yes. it, so that's i guess where i'm coming from not like oh i i would never watch porn i'm not like offended in that manner right. i'm more i'm more concerned of like everyone's just all going home okay we gonna watch a sex tape let's do it right. Woo! send the fireworks off no one is saying like <laughs> Miguel get fireworks is this a good idea, <laughs> is this a good idea or or not and right. it just really I, I i'm nervous a little bit you're twirling your hair right yes. now. Yeah, yeah. Really uncomfortable. so are you gonna watch it together yes oh yes no. So the awkwardness is there. The awkwardness is yeah. there. And that's what we're going for here, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. I have no thing. idea how to feel about this. I yeah. just want to know, are we going to, from a boss point of view, oh, are you going to, are we going to be in trouble if we were to do this? You know, when it comes to. Because that concerns the, me too. Right. That she's afraid you're going to get mad at us if we do this. So you're going to go watch this at your at home. our own homes, yes. And it'll only be the four of us. The Let me kind of lay this out. Right. So they're going to make a tape. We four of us apparently would get together, watch this tape, and then come back in and have them. I'm assuming on the phone and say, you know what? Yeah, that looked great, or eh, not so much. And you know, maybe maybe try a little of that later or whatever. And then that'll be the end of it. Right, so it's yeah. not really a thumbs up, thumbs down. Well, it, I, I'm, I don't want to get into sexual details. I don't no, want to be like, "Oh, your Mm-mm. blank was Mm-mm. very good." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to get gross with it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be honest about. No one ever critiques somebody having sex. Nobody has a sex critic. You know, and, I mean, and they came to us saying that they had just had a conversation about, a few days yeah, before, yeah, saying we should get somebody like, to who critique. Would us. have thought that there was somebody they wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they do want Melissa's some. Melissa's so stressed. They want some helpful every hints, day. if you yeah. will. It's always something. I'm sorry. You I guys are like every day for like ten days. I know. Sorry. But it's okay. This maybe is, it's, it's a bad time. Maybe we should give it a week and no, come back to it. Well, you know, hmm. we don't have to make any decisions. I just no. want to let you know it's out there. Okay, it's out there, and you know what? We can Mom, talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can talk about this off the air because I feel like this isn't going to go well. Oh, this is like okay. Here's the thing: you just can't bombard someone. Like I need some time to think about it. I understand. I got it. But it's going to be a meeting at ten o'clock. Well, it just. Just don't show it. No. No. Right. We're don't not play, play it. it. There'll be no sexual references to, oh, you're very good at this you or very know bad better. at that. Right. Yeah, you guys do a good job at that. We try to. So I guess it's just really up to you. Wow. <gasps> okay. Your future is in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. 
she'll hear the, hear the segment and she'll decide if we have a Bam. job. That's what I'm saying. That's a tricky situation right there. Go ahead if you want to. I'm going to go back and look through the archives and see if I can find that last segment. I don't, I don't, honestly, I can't remember if we did it or not. It's been so long now. It's been, what, 12 years, 13 I don't. I think we did watch the tape, but how it all turned out, we'll get back to it next week. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to go like – I'm basically living in like Ben Gay right now. <laughs> I was it always heard it too, like your body falls apart at forty. Like it's it is here. Mine came just a few weeks early, but it, uh, I can't. I don't think I can run more than twice. Y'all, are y'all real? Anybody a real runner? By the way, I'm not a real runner. I just kind of I, I kind of trot trot down the street. Uh, I am genuinely curious how many times a week you're supposed to run because. I feel like if I run twice a week, my body's like, F you. <laughs> like, there's no way. There's no way. Okay, enjoy your day. We'll do it again tomorrow with a brand new Ask My Mom. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. <laughs>